Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Just had to rescue my my whoppers. Don't. They're good. Oh, I know they're good. Where'd you even get them? They were a Christmas present. They're still good. It was in my it was in my 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 movie. If, if you don't want my, anybody hey, listen, if you don't want anybody eating your whoppers, don't leave them sitting out open on your desk. Okay, first of all, it's my desk, right? Okay, which denotes ownership of the Whoppers laying on them. But it also counts no, as no, our recording it's, No, it's not fair game. And sitting here, <laughs> and it was open. Yeah, and you just helped yourself. What can I say? <laughs> I hope you're not having an afternoon like we are. <laughs> and we'll rescue my Whoppers from you. I'm surprised you didn't try to feed them to the dog. Well, she can't have chocolate. That's right. She's 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 entertained with her bone anyway. Yeah, she's entertained with her bone. Well, welcome. Uh, uh, good Saturday afternoon to you. You are listening to Woods and Water, South Carolina, and I'm your host, Roger Metz. I'm joined by my co-host. Taylor Metz. And we got a field trip this week. Mm. Yeah, field trip. Where are we going? Myrtle Beach. Mar- Myrtle Beach. Yeah, it's, we're not going to the beach, folks. <laughs> it is, um, let's see, I got it right here. Here, tell everybody about it. Tell we we, we actually it. missed the first one. Um, it's, uh, the Smart Reef Initiative. So this is phase two. We missed phase one. It's a, an initiative to study artificial reefs along our coastline. Um. We, we, we talked about artificial reefs Yes, a you bit. did. You did. Uh, this is the Ron McManus Artificial Reef out of Little Inlet. And, um, Little River Inlet, I should say. So, yeah, headed down Thursday. Uh, we got a dinner. And then uh, Saturday morning, be at the uh, the boat. We're gonna do an overview. We're gonna we're not diving. <laughs> a lot of them are diving. We're not diving. We'll be on the boats, but um, they're gonna reinstall some instruments, uh, connect spotter mooring, and connect water level sensor. So, be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's a first real field trip of the year, isn't it? Yep, sure. Travel day. It's not one thing yeah. that hasn't been canceled. Yeah, yeah. So, well, there, there. Look, there, there are more and more things. I'm finding more and more places to uh, find things that aren't canceled. Really? Yeah. That's good. You just have to look a little harder. If you go on SC Highway, which is normally the, uh, you know, it's got a lot of other stuff on it, but it's you find some good stuff on there, man. There's so many canceled things still, and I can understand why, including seaweed. That's so sad. Which is canceled. It's not going to be like February without seaweed. No, it won't. Also, I've got another one. March, I'm going down to a shooting shooting showcase in Talladega, Alabama, down at the CMP uh, shooting facility down in Talladega, oh. Talladega Alabama. 
Uh, right now, the big ones there are going to be CVA, Bergera Rifles, Loophole, Glock. And there's, there's about 25 to 30 exhibitors, I think, going to be there, somewhere like that. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun, too. So you have to, you might have to look a little harder. This is put, that one's put together by POMA and COPA, so the Professional Outdoor Media Association and the Southeastern Outdoor Press Association, which is what we're members of. Mm-hmm. You got your new card, right? I do. You put it away where you I can did. find it? I did. You can hide it from yourself. I'm not hiding it from myself. Put it where you can find it this yep. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little known to get to where I hide things she from She hides me. things from everybody, anywhere from like including herself. Deer tags and my license. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. It's really bad. <laughs> it is bad. Uh... But yeah, so it's uh, nice to have Andy Montgomery drive in last week. I know yeah. we did, thought we were going to get to a bunch of stuff, and when you know he came in, we we got to a little bit of things. <laughs> but it's nice that this week we're it's just the two of us. It's uh, man, schedules are so jumbled. Yep. We were looking to have Brandon Cobb on. He got an invitation to go to Florida and fish and film, and he said there are no fish left in Lake Okeechobee. Really? That's what he said. Huh. I talked to him. He said, sorry, I'm in. I'm at Lake O. He said, and there are no fish in Lake Okeechobee anymore. I don't know. <laughs> he said they, they fished there one day, and uh, they were getting up the next day and headed to another lake. So hmm. it was over and done with down there. What's he filming for? Uh, he told me, but I can't remember. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's a couple others that had the commitment, so it's uh, just you and I. we got to get these things out in time enough. Um, to get them to the radio stations and also, yeah. And and what is it you said to me before we came on that you don't like guests? Okay. Can you believe that? I clarified Can though. You? He makes it sound a lot worse than it actually is. No, it was bad. I clarified, <laughs> and you did not put the part where I clarified. I get so scared when it comes down to like coming to a break and somebody starts talking because I don't like to interrupt people. And it, it's re- it's a really uncomfortable thing when you're like, uh, uh, you want to see her? We like have to. Uh, Forty five <laughs> seconds left to go. She's standing over the board, going. I'm like, you, you, tell, can you well, tell, you've can missed it. You've missed a break sometimes. And then I'm like, I was off on the music like, one time. Are they, are they gonna like slow down? And you're like, you like, well, like. I get it. <laughs> I'm not clarified. <laughs> I love having guests, and I love yes. talking to them. <laughs> Yeah, it's stressful. <laughs> it's stressful, but you know, you let them. It always works out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have cut a few off before. Yeah, that's, and it, that's what you have to do. That's sad. It's all good. I cannot believe she said that, though. I clarified, though. You're making me sound like a horrible person. You are a horrible person at times. Uh, I guess you know we've got yeah we got about three minutes to go. Let's let's do the calendar. Okay. Uh, which is brought to you still by Visit Anderson and Green Pond Landing Events. Yeah. We still have it. We still have the we calendar. We still have going. the calendar. Yes, yeah, sometimes the whole show sounds like a calendar, and <laughs> trying to get back to where we have a segment where we do a calendar. So that's this one. Uh, first off, folks, sad, sad news. They canceled the Palmetto Sportsman's Classic. Uh, Jim Goddard with Harry Hampton and Dan Dupree with South Carolina Department Ratchet Resource. I'm sure it's a difficult, difficult decision because this is this is one of the premier events in South Carolina, and um, so it's not going to happen. March 26th through March 28th, you'll have to find something else to do. But it'll be back in 2022. Still sad. Yeah, still sad. Uh, February 3rd, come up really, really fast. The Saltwater Family Fishing Clinic Instructor Training. 
They're looking for people 18 years or older to lead saltwater family fishing clinics. Um, you can sign up to take the, vir the virtual instructor training class. Um, requirements, you have to take the uh, training course, and then you have to pass background checks, and you have to at least be committed to two leading two clinics a year. Um, and then, again, that's Wednesday, February 3rd, 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Trees Upstate. This is something that Allison Rock with C Career CPW sent me. Uh, that there is uh, an upstate organization who is giving away trees. Oh. And they already they're they're doing one actually this weekend in Greer, January 29th and 30th in Greer. Then in February 26th, 27th in Greenville, Spartanburg, March 19th and 20th, Seneca, April 9th through the 10th, and Clemson, April 9th through the 10th. So if you want more information about this, it's www.treesupstate.org backslash free trees. I don't know what kind of trees they are, but they're trying to replant some trees, and, hey, they're free, and uh, they do exactly what they're supposed to do because we lose a lot of trees. Just a quick little, this is like an announcement slash okay. um, calendar. Youth Waterfall Days are coming up February 6th and 13th. Hopefully, I want I want I want to go. February <laughs> sixth, but that's just real quick. You need to give some more details. There's no more detail on that one. Yeah, there is. That's also veteran, veterans oh. and um, active military day. You still have to have all the licenses and you know stamps and shooting hours and, and you know yeah seventeen. Yeah, an adult cannot have a gun with him if you're mentoring or chaperoning. Sorry. Dad. So yeah, that's okay. Okay, it was good. All right, so y'all hang with us. We'll be back with more Woods and Water South Carolina on the other side of this break. Talk to you by who? This is your song. Okay, y'all hang on. We'll be back on the other side. I can't believe you. I'm full of surprises. Mm-hmm. Who, who was that? Blake Shelton. I'm not surprised okay. you didn't know that. Well, I don't. You <laughs> picked pick the bumper music. Yeah, I just went into your file of bumper music and pulled one out. You went into my... I have a file? Yeah, you have a file. Aww. Bumper music. I feel special now. You are special. Aww. Still trying to find out how special. <laughs> you just ruined it. I'm sorry. Uh, it was fun for me. We didn't finish the calendar events. No, we didn't. Last segment. We didn't. So why don't you go ahead and continue on with? I will. What you had? Thank you yes, very much. After that, uh -huh. if you're interested in shooting sports, which we were talking about it earlier, it has blown up just like high school and college fishing. Yes. Um, if you want opportunity to get out there and except you just in you you shoot things that go bang and <laughs> and. It's, you know, you know what I mean. As far as I'm concerned, this is a lot more fun than high school fishing. But go ahead. It's oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, fishing's fun. Yeah. But competition fishing is tough. Uh -huh. This one is nonstop action. So is fishing. Going bang, <laughs> vaporizing clay targets. Anywho, yes. If you want a chance to get out there and watch one of these, yes. You can go February 11th is the SCDNR State Youth Trap Championship, 
and that's the NWTF Palmetto Shooting Complex in Edgefield. Um, Beautiful complex. You have yet to be it? down. I have not. I I've got to take you down there. Where did we go for that dove hunt? Um, that was it was a while back. It was a really pretty shooting complex too, and I forget which one it is. We want a dove hunt. Yeah, and I forget Ooh. where it was. Because I always, I always thought that was where it was, but no, it's, it's not. not. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, that Palmetto Shooting Complex, as far as a place to go, man, that's a that's a really cool one. Hmm. Uh, coming up in just a couple of weeks, February twelfth to the fifteenth, it's the Great American, the Great Backyard Bird Count. Do this every year, and I do. I enjoy looking at birds. I'm sorry. It's one of those things you learn to do when you deer hunt. Mm-hmm. You look at squirrels and you look at birds, or you can look at deer if they happen to be out there. But birds, man, they're they're great. And they go in your backyard, take a tiller, go in your backyard, till up an an area that's two feet wide, ten feet long, and get you a packet of of plants that birds like. Just, I mean, just just whatever. They make little packets in all these farm and garden stores, you know, backyard bird habitat, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And plant it this spring. You'd be amazed. It's like Field of Dreams, you know. You plant it and they'll come. It's the truth. But it's just really cool. But anyway, the, the great backyard bird count. Uh, <clears throat> how to participate? You need to take 15 minutes is all you need to do. Uh, 15 minutes, watch the birds, and at least once over four days, and tell us what you see. Uh, oh, they got they got a Merlin bird ID at the bird count. If you go to birdcount.org, they have an ID app there. Or not? Yeah, it's an app. There's an app, or, app and there's an app. eBird mobile app. Geez, I did not know this. <laughs> this is great. But anyway, for 15 minutes, you write down the birds you see, and then you report back in, and they put it, they tally it all up, and and uh, and they kind of keep track of, you know, the health of the bird populations and species and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's just a good thing to do. It'd be a good a good excuse to go buy you a pair of binoculars. Mm. Yep. Which I harp on in this show that everybody needs one or two pair. <laughs> <clears throat> I've got another sporting clay. Announcement. Okay. Um, the South Carolina Youth Shooting Foundations. Yep. They have a they have a list of tournaments, but the one coming up is going to be February twentieth at Maury Sportsman's Preserve in Society Hill. Um, and those will be another good tournament to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maury's has got a, is a neat place too. We had a scope conference there. How have you gone literally every single place? Uh. I guess it's what school does. School puts a damper on your travel. Yeah, school puts a damper on your travel. (laughs) When you get out of school, you'll you'll have time to do all this, too. The day I get out of school will be the day I... Yeah. Yeah, I just... (laughs) But, yeah, Maury's is another cool place to go. They actually offer deer hunts and quail hunts and hog hunts. And we did did a a fishing tournament. They have some ponds there. And it was a one... I think you got to choose one lure and you... Went and fished all these ponds. That was fun too. Mm. Then we shot sporting clays. Have a clays range. Everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one that was coming right at you. That's 
Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's. I mean, they had a, they had a frame over top of the the stand. Right. And man, that thing came zipping in there. <laughs> but those are the fun ones, though. Hey, yeah, I found this. This was pretty cool. Do you, you know Sarah Shabane? Mm-hmm. And you know Pamela oh girl. Pamela Corwin Holbrook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made the mistake of posting this the uh, other day. It's a video that it said "Set your hook South Carolina." So I, I love doing little things like this. So hang on. The No Fish Too Far Fishing Club is now official. Where can we go to catch rainbows? South Carolina. I was just in the mountains of the upstate, and there were rainbows in every stream. Awesome. Stripers. South Carolina. Striped bass fishing on Lake Murray is the best in the state. Got it. Sheep's head. South Carolina. The coastal waters are loaded with sheep's head. I go all the time. So we are going to... South Carolina. We've got your fish, so come set your hook in South Carolina. The no fish. <laughs> Sarah, our Pam brought this back up, but I had no idea they'd done this. They did it in 2017. Yeah. Gracious. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, you know, I was going to save this to the end of the show. Uh oh. And I, maybe I will. Yeah, I will. Um, trip. Uh, this is not what I was going to save to the end. There was something else I was going to save to the end. Uh, trip Weldon is retiring. Yeah, you know he 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 went out with a couple of stops last year with some back trouble and came to find out he had cancer, and he's undergoing treatments and all. But Trip Weldon, who is the tournament uh, director for bass, is officially retiring. He came out this oh January the twenty fifth, so just a few days ago. I uh, published this in in online. Um, and I like trip. I have a, everybody has a trip story. Yep. Let me give you my trip story. Uh oh, I remember this trip story. <laughs> I know exactly which one you're about to talk about. At the 2018 Bassmaster Classic, yes. held on Lake Hartwell, uh, bass every every time there's every year there's a classic, and I go to the classic every year. They extend to me an opportunity to go out on practice day. Um, as a marshal to go out during the tournament as a marshal, and I'm I'm not. Unlike Neil, I don't go to every tournament marshal during the tournament. So I, I save that for the classic. Right. And they let me, they give me, I can request certain people. You ate another Whopper. Continue your story. Don't you crunch in that microphone. Continue your story. So anyway, in, in 18, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with Casey having won in 15, I asked if I could go. And of course they had they had a camera guy with him on the first day of tournament and all. So the consolation prize was I got to go out with him on practice day. So I <laughs> get in the boat with him and here we go. And it's a fun times because Casey I've been on the boat with Casey several times and you good friends with Casey and get your picture done with him every year and it's amazing how how much you grew that one three year stint. But anyway, so we're out with Casey and I are out, we're practicing and we're running around Lake Hartwell and we're just having a good time. We always have a good time on the boat together. We're just chatting and talking and, you know, and um, we were at this thing. And, and for some reason or another, it was afternoon. I said, Casey, what time you got to be back? <laughs> and about the same time I said that, he sat down, pulled out his watch, and just, oh, no, we're, we're, I mean, we were throwing stuff around the boat. And we barely had time to get life jackets on for He's gunning and all that. We were late. 
He had forgot to change the time <laughs> on his low ranch units for daylight savings time jumping forward. Yep. So it, when it was, you know, 320, it was actually 420 or something like that. So anyway, I mean, <laughs> it was a mad scramble. I almost lost a hat and a pair of glasses. Um, but we got back to the ramp. We pull up the ramp. And, of course, we're the only ones there. It's 28 minutes after check-in time or something. Practice day. So we pull up, and the Casey's like, oh, man, they might kick me out of the classic for this. I, I was I was really kind of freaking out. And uh, he, uh, as I got out of the boat, I said, well, I'll go get the truck right quick. He goes, okay. So he's in the boat, and I, I'm walking up to get the truck. As I walk across the ramp, here comes Trip Weldon. Now, Trip Weldon is five feet tall. <laughs> 130 pounds. I don't know. I, you know, and he's coming across at me, and I, I kid you not, I had this flashback to high school because I stayed in trouble in high school, and I had this principal moment in high school. Here comes the principal <laughs> to confront Mets for doing something wrong again. He comes across and he goes, "Where were y'all?" And I'm, I'm like, "Uh, uh, we're down there south, about 10 minutes. What were y'all doing?" He was fishing. He said, why are you late? I said, well, he forgot to reset his low-ranch units for daylight savings time. And he never cracked a smile. He never said anything. He just turned and walked away. And I was like, man, I feel sorry for Casey because, buddy, you're next. <laughs> but that's my trip moment. Everybody's got one. I, I remember getting a phone call from you. I was at VBS. <sighs> And you called me on on your way back to the hotel or something, and you said you will never guess what happened. I know. Today. <laughs> yep. But anyway, he uh, you know he's been there with for thirty years. Been a fixture on the stage, um, a great guy. Even though that's my recurring nightmare when I see Trip, and I tell him that often. You know, he he worked with Ray Scott, Bob Cobb, Dave Preck, James Hall. You know, those are all those guys. Um, you know they got they pulled in uh, Lisa Talmadge to fill in for him last year. She was already on staff and she started directing. So um, his quick update is I battle, um, is I battle cancer. So I'm now my fourth treatment with two scheduled to go. After my third, they ran a CT scan that came back good. So I uh, praise God. He said some of my days are better than others, uh, but isn't that life in general? He said, uh, so as I sail off to Lake Jordan in central Alabama with Mary, our kids and grandkids, good fishing to you all. It has been quite a, lot, a ride. Best wishes to you all. So hmm. please keep Tripp and, and his family in your thoughts and prayers. But, yeah, Tripp Weldon's retired from bass, and um, I'll always have that memory of him. It's good to have memories, no matter how bad they may or may not be. So <laughs> oh, hang on. We'll be back with more Woods and Water South Carolina on the other side. Bumper music person. Good job. I'm proud of you. 
Welcome back to Woods of War, South Carolina. We're in our third segment. Third segment. Gracious, this, this show flies. It does. But. Flies even more when Sophie's over there snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie. Don't look guilty. You were snoring pretty bad. She's just staring Woke at you. Woke up now. now. Yeah, she's looking at me like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> you can't prove I did anything. <laughs> Whatever I did, I ate. <laughs> hey, sweetie. Uh, oh, no, she's going to try, try to climb my lap now. Okay, yep. you're, you're too big to be a lap dog. <laughs> too big to be a lap dog. Yes, you are. No, I don't want to get licked, so just go lay down. So, go lay down. Sophie. So, yes, third segment already. It's amazing. And even guests talk about how fast the show goes. <laughs> what is your problem? This dog. Oh, anyway. You're the one that said something about her snoring. I was kind of oblivious to it. How could you be oblivious to that? <laughs> I have other things on my mind. Anyway, hope you're having a good Saturday halfway through the show. Uh, guestless today, just the two of us. But that'll change. I'm. It's uh, yeah. It's gonna be like juggling act over here the next couple months to get I think everything. When we sat down and kind of went over our schedule, kind of put it in a computer, and we were like. How are we gonna fit all? I just these added two things to it this week. Really? Yeah. Oh gracious. Yeah, the real reef, the oh, smart reef yeah. initiative, and NRA. Yep. So it just got just I don't know what we're gonna do. Just, and you anyway. got like you know when we find we come across certain articles or if we got a counter timely thing, information that it, takes it time out of yeah. the interview process. And then it's just like you pay, you match you try to match up as best you can timing wise with and then plans change. And, yep. You know, Ugh. it's just it's a it's a real juggling act, folks. If you've never done a radio show that's you know <laughs> like this, you don't know. But anyway, yes, you going? Or no, I don't know. You're okay. going. You. So we're getting back in the swing of getting ready for fishing season, aren't we? Yes. And MLF has just announced their tackle warehouse pro circuit roster. Um, some big things are happening this year. It's the 26th year. Um, uh, this was the old FLW. Um, Pro Tour, yeah. It's now Major League Fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> it's coming back, and we've got some people that are returning that are going to be matched up with rookies that are coming that are new. Sure. Um, Every tour's got rookies. We've got, I mean, veterans like Larry Nixon, who has just come back with, sol- with shoulder, shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgery. Um, former FLW Cup champions, um, Anthony Agliardi. Yeah. He's still going to be fishing Major League Fishing, the Bass Pro Tour. Yeah, and that's another thing. We've still got, fishing that. We've got people coming in that are fishing. I mean, John Cox is fishing, fishing all three. three. I do not see how I, he's doing that. I don't. You, how's he supposed to be everywhere at once? Uh, Brad Knight's coming back. Yeah, Brad Knight, who won the. Uh oh. He's an FLW Tour champion. I'm trying to remember which one he won. Justin Atkins won the 20. Won the last one on Lake Murray. The cup. Brad must have won the one right after Anthony won. In That's up on Lake Washington. Sounds right. Sounds right, yeah. Um Yeah, including all the veterans and you know, some of the nearer ones. Brian Latimer's still there? Yeah, Brian Latimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got Anglo of the Year. We've got people with fishing from Anglo of the Year, from Ron Nelson, Anthony Gagliardi, Shin yeah. Fukai, David Walker. Um the roster includes twenty eight rookies. From all the way around the world, all the way to Italy. 
I'm wow. not. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce this guy's name. <laughs> I have tried and I have absolutely butchered it. So I'm not gonna try him. again. Oh yeah, he's probably gonna have some kind of like weird accent. He's gonna do it. Well, he will, really, like, but he'll have an interpreter, really, like, so you'll be able to understand. Cool, and I'm gonna be yeah. like, Ugh. so oh, we found a couple here from right here in South Carolina. Uh, Ron Farah, Rock Hill. Yep. Anthony Gagliardi, cross you know, from Prosperity. Uh, Nick Ganey is from Charleston. Uh, Brian Latimer, Belton, South Carolina. Belton, South Carolina. I think that was about it for our South Carolina guys. So. What's their schedule? Where are they going to be? You have the schedule. I do. Yes. I'm very, I'm very interested to see how, with, with people coming from all different backgrounds, the, the rookies, the veterans, angler of the years. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun. Seeing like that every year. It's, like, it's just like that every year. It's but just, the 26th, yeah. that's impressive. They're going to start out Lake Okeechobee, February 11th. Uh, March the 11th, they're going to be on Lewis Smith Lake in Coleman, Alabama. They're coming to Lake Murray. That's that's why Anthony's back on, I believe, because they wanted, he wanted to be around to fish that. April 22nd, uh, then Lake Eufaula, May 13th, Potomac River, June 17th, St. Lawrence, June 20, July 29th, and across Wisconsin, Wisconsin uh, Mississippi River, August 17th. So it'll be fun to see the FLW back on Lake Murray. It's always been a, a fun tournament to cover, except the Cup in August of 2014. It's kind of hot mm, in yeah. Columbia mm-hmm. in August. I can see that. I can remember Anthony <laughs> was fishing around Shoal Island. That's where he started out every morning. And uh, he would make, I think this was morning number two. Morning number one, we didn't make it to his first place. But morning two, because I was that was the year Casey fished the FLW. So Casey, he was young. He looked really young. I got a picture from him from there. But anyway, we we went and followed Casey first thing in the morning, and then kind of word got to us that Anthony was crushing him. And we ran around and found him at Shull, and then he went and took off and went. But, oh, the second morning, or maybe it was the third morning, or maybe was, one of those mornings, he went to Shoal and caught a couple and then made a run all the way to the dam. And as you looked down Lake Murray, it just you could barely see the powerhouse towers. And it was just that haze and the water was slick and it was eight thirty in the morning, you're already sweating. So Yeah, Lake Murray's a fun one. But it'd be good to see him back on there. Uh I don't want to get to that because I don't want to rush it. There's a new study going on and every year it seems like you get a rush of stories about it and then it kind of just I, I don't want to do this one sorry i don't know well there is a study it's kind of perplexing though is it yes it's the university of georgia is doing the study it's a five-year three million dollar study to study chronic wasting disease in white-tailed deer but here's the part i don't understand they're doing it in Arkansas, those Ark Mountains. And it says in here, and this is Michael Chamberlain. I mean, he's, you know, the Terrell Distinguished Professor of Wildlife Ecology and Management of UGA Warnell School of Forestry and Natural Resources. I mean, he's not, he's, you know, he's very well known for his research in the turkeys, too. But they're doing the CWD study, and uh, they're going to work 
with a large team in the field to get a more accurate picture of the total deer population in the region. By understanding the population, they can better determine the overall rate of infection. Then throughout the study, researchers will continue to capture mark with GPS collars and test animals to get a better sense of the timeline of the disease. As deer are captured and tested, said Chamberlain, there are two possible outcomes. They either test positive for the disease or they are presumed to be negative but may develop the disease at some point in the future. If an animal is later captured and test positive, then scientists have a record of their movements as well as better timeline for the disease's progression. Now, here's my thing. There is no live test for CWD. Really? There's no live test. No proof. There are, there are tests in development, and it's a, it's a, actually they, they do a biopsy and all, but, and there's various, it, it's pretty good if the animal's in the later stages of CWD, mm-hmm. it's like 90 to 100% that it'll, that they test right. Yeah. But if it's in the middle, it's anywhere from like 50 to 70% accurate, and if they're in the very first stages of the disease, it's less than like 30% accurate. So I can see where they're saying if it develops later on and tests positive, but you're still there's no live test. So I'm kind of I'm kind of conflicted about this one. I want to know more about CWD. It's something we don't have here in South Carolina, but it's something that it's it's around us and all. And you know we can't bring in live animals. You can't bring in a lot of uh, parts of animals from states Mm. that have CWD. Uh, it's, so it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm, I want more information. <laughs> I'm kind of, I hate to say it this way, but I kind of get a little geeked out on studies and stuff. Because I like to know what's going on, I li- and I like good information. And you can only get that by doing good research. And all. So that was, this is, that's why this one kind of makes me scratch my head just a minute. I think CWD makes everybody scratch their head a little bit. Well, it is, because there's so little known about it still. This oh, they were they were still trapping uh, does for the McCormick County Coyote Study the other day. They were out there doing that the other night. Really? Yeah, Brian Fraser knows. So, hmm. anyway, we'll come back and have a few more things on the last segment and wrap it up for this week. So y'all bear with us. Come back and listen to the last little bit of Woods and Water South Carolina for this Saturday. Great memories of MTV. I know, I know this. You ready for this? Go ahead. Money for nothing, dire straits. Where did you see that at? Boom. Where'd you see that at? Nowhere. I'm impressed. That was that was up. That's that's in the running for one of the best drum solos ever. The opening to that song. Drum solo. Well, yeah. Did you not listen to it? I, oh, I heard it. I was singing more guitar solo. No, I mean listen to it. The the opening of the drum. I listened to it. 
mind. Huh? So, uh, it gets really going in a second. You're going to hear yourself concussion if you keep shaking your head like that. That's all right. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Music trivia for today. Yeah, half the time people live tuning in the show. Are we listening to a rock and roll show or we listen to an outdoor show? We just like music. We do. Sorry. Music is fun. Just like the outdoors is fun. You know? It's listen to the music. Mm-hmm. You can listen to the radio, you listen to nature. It, they're both great. <laughs> they are. Sorry. I sound like a tree hugger sometimes, but I mean, you know. You sound like a tree hugger. The older I get, the more in common with them I get. I mean, look at all common the paper. with tree? Tree huggers. I mean, oh. I would love to be without a lot of this paperwork right here. Sorry. See, Daddy, the trees that you hug? Yes. These are the trees that you hug. No, I don't want to hug these trees. The paper. No. <laughs> No, I guess I guess the oldest you get, the older you get, you become a, more of a conservationist, and you realize the importance of all the other stuff that maybe as a youngster you didn't. But anyway, I'm not a treeer. I'm I, I'm a conservationist. A youngster. I'll admit that. Anyway, do you have something to contribute? I, I do. Okay, then contri- actually, then contribute and quit laughing. I can't help myself. I'm gonna Thinking. Have, a- I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna eat a whopper. Uh-uh. Give me a whopper. <laughs> oh, I gotta rub it in my face. Cool. Okay. Speaking of trees, uh, PalmettoConservation.org released this um, new kids' trail opens on Palmetto Trail in Peak, South Carolina. Um, we all pretty much know what Palmetto Trail is, right? Yeah, why don't you fill us in? Well, I wasn't going to do the history of it, but you know. Um, so it's from Walhalla to the Blue Ridge Mountains, which is up our way. Right. Um, through Allendahl. And it goes, was it 14 counties? Yeah, 14 counties. Oconee, Pickens, Greenville, Spartanburg, Union, Lawrence, Newberry, Fairfield, Richland, Sumter, Clarendon, Orangeburg, Berkeley, and Charleston. Woo! And it's got a lot of history in it. 500 miles. And they're trying to get it and all connected. We're, we're doing some of that uh, for yes, South Carolina Seven, we aren't we? Yep. Forgot about that. Um, so the Palmetto Conservation Foundation... Um, Partnered with Kids and Parks Program to install a new track trail. Uh, it was installed June 5th of last year um, in conjunction with National Trail Trail Days. Uh, it's located on that section of Palmetto Trail called Peak to Prosperity. And a little background on track trails. It provides printed guides um, designed to turn an ordinary hike into a fun-filled, discovery-packed adventure. Um, it allows young hikers to learn and connect with the birds, trees, everything around them. Um, and it highlights the history of the railroad and town that it goes through. Uh, kids register their track trail adventures at kidsandparks.com to earn a series of prizes as they complete each trail. Uh, since the program's inception in 2009, um, 1.5 million adventures have been completed. Uh, it was through a grant provided by Blue Cross Blue Shield South Carolina and Kids in Parks, they brought a network of 10 new trails um, to the state. And then Peak being the first trail installed through this funding. Phys- physicians throughout the state will begin prescri- prescribing outdoor recreation for health of their patients. This is part of the National Park Prescriptions Movement. Um, so to learn more, you can go to kidsinparks.org.com or you can go to palmetoconservation.org to learn more about it. So I have, that's a really cool thing, and I like the way they have, you know, you can make it 
fun and you can earn prizes and everything. I feel like that'll get kids more motivated to get outside and actually finish the trail. So I thought that's pretty cool. What about, you? what about you? You got something to contribute to it? Uh, no, I don't have anything. I'm out. You got I seven minutes. cannot believe you're out. What? Oh, I got plenty of stuff. I was just seeing if you would jump in and do the rest of the show for me. Lazy. You're getting lazy. <clears throat> as you may have heard, and I really didn't want to, get, but anyway, as you may have heard, there was a an incident on Real Foot Lake this week, Real Foot Lake in Tennessee, uh, big duck hunting destination, big fishing destination too. But um, where there was, there were two fatalities, shooting fatalities. And there's, there's a lot been written and a lot been speculated. And um, I actually have a story here that we may go over later on. Not just about this incident, but uh, but about duck hunters in general. And because real fit late, I can remember back in the early days when I was duck hunting. I mean, they'd burn blinds on real foot lake. <laughs> You'd have a problem with your neighbor, you go burn his blind. So it's always been kind of a little. Uh, and duck hunting is very competitive, which is hilarious to me. I never would have thought that. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, uh, I know why it's competitive because ducks are coveted. I mean, if you got a if you've got a spot that has ducks, especially here in South Carolina, and you're not one of the members of, you know, one of the plantations or something, I mean, if you've got a public land spot that's got ducks or a small, it, it's pretty special. Um, but anyway, there's been a lot, a lot written, a lot speculated. Uh, you know, the the, it's just a horrible thing. But um, uh, Larry Ray, which is a uh, host of of uh, Outdoors with Larry Ray out of, out of Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, which is Ron Wong. Ron Wong's mm-hmm. part of Larry Ray Outdoors. He uh, posted this from a friend of his, and um, I wanted to read it because it, it gives a, throws a little more light on what you may or may not have heard about the shooting of Realfoot Lake, and it's it's sad. And I've seen people joke about it. And it just on social media, I'm thinking this is just one of the worst things about social media is the ability for somebody to come on there and honestly just kind of, be glib about something, and it just it doesn't fit. But anyway, um, the reason there's confusion is uh, because people are trying to rationalize, rationalize an irrational event. A little background may help. Um, Mr. Crabtree, who's one of the third victim, is almost 60 years old himself. So the story apparently is that Mr. Vole, who is the man who shot the two kids, uh, Boated up to a duck blind on Monday morning due to some kind of mental illness was def- definitely not in his right frame of mind. In other words, they realized when he came up to the blind that something was wrong. And you don't know what was wrong, if it was mental illness, you know, something related to COVID and uh, just being isolated. don't know, but there was. they realized that something was wrong. Um, but he asked to get in the blind with uh, Zach Grooms, Chance Black, and Mr. Crabtree, uh, they noticed he loaded a weapon, and then he fired a shot, killing Chance Black. Uh, at some point, he reloaded the weapon and shot Zach Grooms. And they all know each other. That's the this thing about it. I mean, they knew this gentleman. 
Mr. Crabtree reacts, struggles with Mr. Vole, takes the weapon, weapon from him, hits him with the back of the shotgun, knocking him in backwards into the water. Um, the saddest part of the story, they say, is that Mr. Crabtree didn't even think about shooting Mr. Vole. He knew something was wrong with him. Um, so he, he got, Mr. Crabtree got in the boat, went to shore, police showed up, he's in the hospital. Mr. Vole, they don't know. They don't know if he's alive, that he hasn't been found yet. Uh, the U.S. Marshals are involved in the, um, in the hunt now, and I mean, two people are dead, 25 and 26 years old. Mr. Crabtree is, was shot too. And Mr. Vole is missing and presumed dead at this point. But I mean, just sort of sad thing. But, uh, you know, if, if you are that high strung, you don't need to be in hunting. Mm. You know, and obviously something happened. Uh, you know, the original story came out is that Mr. Vole, the, the, the three people in the other blind were shooting his swings. And if you're in duck hunting, you know what a swing is. You're in a blind and you're working ducks and usually when you're working ducks, you're working a, a wind and the ducks will come in from downwind. They'll swing out and come in and they may land, they may swing again. And it's in those circle swings that they said they were shooting the swings and that's what provoked this whole thing. Hmm. Don't know, but good heavens, there are three, four families that, that'll never recover from this hmm. and just sad, but you know, people check your check your tempers and your, and your attitudes when you go hunting. Yeah. You know, uh, you just you just don't know where somebody else is. Mm-hmm. And it never hurts to be nice, considerate when it comes to being in the outdoors and a fellow hunter or fetter. You know, look if you got a problem with somebody, just nicely. Work it out, you know. Right. Don't let it go to this. Because, like I said, Realfoot's Lake has always been this way. Blind burns, you know, ramp justice. I mean, it's just. Mm-hmm. It's, but anyway, I wanted you to know there's a little bit more to the story than just what you've heard on social media or whatever. So, anyway. And I wanted to follow that because that's the Babylon Bee. Does anybody know about the Babylon Bee? It is an absolute hilarious website. They spoof all sorts of politics. And so in the closing seconds here, um, uh, the Babylon Bee came out with this blockbuster headline. Chuck Norris comes out of closet is even more of a man. In an exclusive interview, Chuck Norris has come out of the out as more of a man than everybody originally thought. And I can't believe what I printed this. He's oh no. He said, for a long time, everybody thought I was a regular manly man. But the reality is that I think I'm at least three men trapped inside of one. <laughs> Scientists worry that if Chuck Norris chooses to outwardly live as his fully manly self, it could be the end of all life in the universe as we know it. Chuck Norris has assured us that if he does accidentally end the universe with his ep- epicness, we don't have to worry because he'll just slap together a new one. <laughs> Look. Thanks for tuning in. Y'all have a great one. Take the back roads if you can. Don't forget the camera. Take time to get out there. Whatever. We'll see you next week of Warwoods and Water, South Carolina. <laughs>